Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Today, at almost every hand, you hear talk of spaceships, of flying saucers, and the like. Some people listen and scoff. Others listen and believe. And there are some who claim to have seen them. Well, there may not be any immediate danger of an attack from Mars, but there is a very real danger of an attack by a foreign nation. With today's superplanes, a surprise attack could be made on almost any American city. Our Air Force Command is always alert to protect us, But it needs a ground observer corps working 24 hours a day throughout the year. A civilian corps of intelligent citizens trained to know one supersonic plane from another. Right now, this ground observer corps needs more than 300,000 volunteers, especially on the East Coast, the West Coast, and in the Northern States. You can be proud to sign up for the silver wings of the ground observer corps. Write or phone your nearest civil defense center or write to the ground observer corps. Air Force, Washington, D.C. Wait a minute. Look at this bargain. What? Oh, ice-cold watermelons, two cents a pound. Hmm. They want three and a half cents at our grocery. Hey, look. They just sliced one of them open. Boy, don't that look good. Mm, certainly does. I wish we had the car down here. Can't very well lug a watermelon home on that bus. Who can't? Come on in, Tootsie. We're going to have my favorite dessert for dessert tonight. All the watermelon I can eat. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Want one of your special-priced watermelons, bud. Ripe, cold, not too mealy, and pick me one out without too many seeds in it, will you? Not too big a one now, sir. There's just the two of us. Yeah, and be sure it's got a good ripe heart in it. Uh, How about this one here? Yeah, it's perfect. Sweeter than a baby's smile, colder than an iceberg's bottom, and got more heart in it than the temperance lecture. Sounds like a fair melon. What's it? It weighs uh, 39 pounds. Oh, that's too big, McGee. Oh, don't worry. I can eat it. I know that, but can you carry it? Sure, I can carry it. Thirty-nine pounds will cost... Seventy-eight cents, sir. Seventy-eight, huh? Let me see. Twenty-five, thirty-five, forty, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two, fifty-three. Mm-hmm. Molly, you got any change? Not much, I know. Huh. A quarter. Here. This does it, lady. Here you are, mister. Uh, yeah, that's thirty-nine pounds, all right. Well, come on, Molly. Boy, on a hot day like this, an ice-cold watermelon's a real pleasure to carry. Well, I'm glad the bus stop is right over there instead. Oh, here it comes. Is the bus stop? What's it? What's it coming this way for? The bus. Hurry. Oh, we're in luck. I'm glad we won't have to wait in the hot sun. Take it easy. Take it easy. You wait. You wait. Now step right in, please. Go ahead, Molly. The Ferris, please, right in the box. Hold the melon a second, Molly. Thanks. Afraid of that. What do you mean? You'll have to pay the fares. Here, give me back the melon. Me pay? I just gave you my last quarter, McGee. You mean to say you haven't got any paper money? Well, where's that dollar I gave you this morning? I gave it back to you this noon when we had lunch. Oh, that's right. Gosh, if I well, have. One to... side, folks. Let them off. 
Eighth and Elm. Next stop. The fares in the box, folks. Just keep your tokens on, bud. We're looking for some change. Gee whiz, Molly, I... Say, I just thought of something. Huh? Don't you sometimes stash a dollar bill in the secret compartment of your wallet? Oh, right, sure. We're loaded. Here, hold the melon again. Got it. Remember that big old two-dollar bill we had put away in our safe deposit box? I stuck it in here the day we cleaned out. Oh, that's too bad. You've been saving that old bill for 20 years. It's a shame to spend it. Isn't it worth more now as a rare bill or something? Nah, just a curiosity. Don't this big money look funny now? <laughs> it certainly does. Surprising how quickly we may forget. May I kindly have your fares, please? Yes, you kindly may, Buster. Here, change, please. Well, finally. Hey, what's this thing? That's a $2 bill. What'd you think it was, a cigar store coupon? Oh, yeah? I suppose they make the twos king size, huh? The ones and the fives and the tens are all the same size, but they make the twos big. Oh, come on, mister, 30 cents. Huh? Oh, for goodness sakes, McGee, this young man doesn't remember when they made bills this size. I sure don't, lady. What kind of racket is this? Racket? Hey, what's the matter with you? Haven't you ever seen one of these old-type bills before? No, and I don't believe it, now that I do see it. Does my husband look like the type of a man who would pass Confederate money? Not Confederate money, Molly. That's counterfeit money. I thought so. Hey, wait a minute. Out. Come on. Out, you two. Out. What? Hey, are you trying to... You try to ride this bus of phony money, mister, and I'll take you straight to the police station. Phony money? Out. Get out of here before I... Come out. on, Molly. We'll report that guy. Take down his badge number. If I wasn't holding this watermelon and he wasn't holding that jack handle, we'd see about this bike. <laughs> Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Don't be half safe. Now you can have dry, sweet underarms, even on hot, sticky days, with a new super effective hot weather deodorant. It's the new vanishing cream deodorant, Arid. Arid gives you a new kind of protection, rubbed-in protection. You simply rub Arid in, you rub perspiration out. You rub Arid in, you rub odor out. When the cream vanishes, you know you're safe. Here's the secret. Soft, creamy Arid now contains a new magic ingredient called Perstop. And Perstop makes Arid a real vanishing cream deodorant. That's why Arid is one and a half times as effective as any other leading deodorant, as proved by doctors. Rubbed in daily, Arid with Perstop keeps underarms dry, soft, and sweet. Keeps your clothes safe from stains. No other deodorant can give you this extra protection because no other contains Perstop. So get Arid. Only 43 cents plus tax. Don't be... Use Arid to be sure. This is slightly ridiculous, McGee. You said it. You've tried to get that big old $2 bill changed in five different places. Wish I could find a clerk someplace that's over 25 years old. All these punk kids think this is stage money or something. See, what year did they cut down the size of paper money? Well, let me see now. Uncle Dennis came to live with us in 1934. Left in 37. Came back for his trunk in 42. Stayed till 46. That makes the new Davenport 17 years old. Aunt Sarah took sick in 47. I remember because that was the year I ordered the Rolls Royce. She got well in 48, and I canceled the order. I'd say it was around 1929 they stopped printing these big bills. Hmm, 25 years ago. Well, a person would have to be 30 or 35 years old at least to remember these big bucks, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, I'm so hot and so hungry. You want to sit down someplace on the curb and 
Bust open this nice, cool watermelon. No, I'm beginning to wish you hadn't bought the darn watermelon. I'm not as hysterical about it myself as I was an hour ago. Look, I'm things getting heavier and heavier every step. If this thing... Oh, look who's crossing the street, McGee. Hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, I wonder if he's got his car. Hello, folks. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hey, you got your car down here? Because... Oh, who needs a car, Mr. McGee? I may just take off and fly any minute. I'm on my way to the railroad station. My wife is leaving on a vacation. <laughs> well, you sound mighty happy about it. Yes. I'm going down to kiss you goodbye, Mrs. McGee. Also to take her the train tickets, which she forgot and left at home and sent me back for. You say her vacation. Don't you take your vacation when she does, Wimp? Oh, yes, indeed, Mr. McGee. When Sweetie Face goes out of town, I'm on vacation. I helped her pack this morning and... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did I play a joke on her. Yeah, what'd you do? Put cockleburrs in her gym bloomers? Oh, no, I... Say, that's a splendid idea, though. I'll remember that. Probably get yourself killed. What I did, though, I packed your bags for you this morning, you see, and I I, <laughs> I, I put a rattlesnake in her suitcase. A rattlesnake in her suitcase? My gosh. <laughs> oh, will she be surprised? I should think she will. <laughs> yes, she told me to put it in her hat box, you see. In her hat box? It, it's a pet she's taking to her mother. Her mother loves little animals of all kinds, as long as they're poisonous. She's very <laughs> sentimental about... Oh, good gracious. Is it 2.30? Yeah, but... Sweetie Face's train leaves in ten minutes. If I don't get there with her tickets, she'll miss it. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Yeah, but Wimp, uh, he went down that street before I could even ask him for change. Well, I think I know why they call $2 bills unlucky. This has been a very discouraging experience. Hey, I know where we could get it changed. The bank. Why didn't I think of the bank before? Come on, it's only four blocks over there, and if we hurry, I can get... Never set foot in that dirty customer insulting, unaccommodating Third National Bank again, so help me as long as I live. You didn't set foot in it today, as a matter of fact. That rat McDonald's sneering at me with them cheap teeth of his and pulling the shade down right in my face while I waved this $2 bill at him and screamed. Oh, that dirty... Oh, me? No, old man... Oh, 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 hi, Doc. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hey, where'd you come from? I don't see any flat rocks around here. You crawl out of a sidewalk grating? No, but you're sweet to think so. Can I do anything for you, Molly, like hitting him over the head with my satchel, maybe? You can change a bill for us. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a long and weary story, Doctor. But briefly, himself here spent all our change on that bargain watermelon he's lugging. Yeah, and all I got left is an old-fashioned two-buck bill, and the rest of the stupid brainless morons in this town won't change it, so I'm glad to find one that will. Oh, it's one of those. Look it over good, Fatso. Listen with your stethoscope if you want to. No, I guess it's good. Here. A two-one's okay. Thanks. I'll just slip this into the secret compartment of my wallet in case of emergency. Oh, yeah. Famous last words. Well, good day, Doctor. Go on, kid. Oh, well, I'd be glad to get on a bus and sit down. My feet are so sore. There's a bus stop down there at the corner. Good. Recognize it? Recognize it? What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. That's our own corner. <laughs> sure it is. That's our house, and I'm so tired I don't know where I am. <laughs> Me too. But at least we're home, finally. And I can't wait to get in the house and open up this melon. Boy, you gotta admit we really got a bargain. Two cents a pound for a big juicy melon. And watermelons, boy. ice cold red ripe watermelons. Take your pick, penny a pound, penny a pound for ice cold watermelons. Forty pounds, forty cents. Watermelon. Oh no! Right at our front door, and we could have had one. <laughs> 
Fibber and Molly will be right back. This is John Wald, and I'm going out on a limb to make a small prediction. Gazing into my crystal ball, I can see that Ted Brown will step up to the microphone tomorrow morning and invite you to play The Phrase That Pays. Well, I'm not too far out on a limb with that prediction. And now, here's another one. You'll have plenty of fun and laughs as you listen to The Phrase That Pays. And that's another pretty safe bet, because The Phrase That Pays is always fun. And it can mean big prizes, too, for you listeners at home as well as the studio audience. Why not try it tomorrow and find out? You can't go wrong either in fun or in prizes. And the phrase that pays is just one of the big daytime shows in store for you Monday through Friday on NBC Radio. There's music with the Bob Smith Show, some wonderful stories with Welcome Travelers, drama with The Woman in My House and Stella Dallas. I could mention many, many more, but here's a better idea. Stay with NBC Radio tomorrow and see for yourself. Taste it. I don't know. I. Oh, you're right. Green as a gourd. I'm too beat to beef. Good night. Good night, all. Ever McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Jack Moyles as the clerk, and Jack Crucian as the bus driver. Today, radio station KPLC in Lake Charles, Louisiana, is celebrating 10 years of affiliation with NBC. We'd like to salute them and add our congratulations. This is John Wall saying, be with us again tomorrow. And remember, Sunday nights too. Sundays through Thursdays, beginning next Sunday. Heart of the News brings you the issue of the day tonight on most NBC radio stations.